Hello, and welcome to another episode of We Read It One Night, the podcast where two sisters can't decide whether they want to talk about romance novels or cats more. In today's episode, we're jumping back into the iconic world of Lisa Claypass's The Wallflower series with the second book, It Happened One Autumn. And I'm personally delighted that we got this episode in just under the wire for it to come out in autumn. In this episode, we're talking about Pride and Prejudice, we're talking about historical travel, and of course, we're shitting on British food. Don't forget to leave us a rating and review while you're listening, and support the podcast through our patron link and Etsy shop in the description. Enjoy the show! Obviously, we have to start out with the big changes on the cat front. We haven't recorded since mm-hmm. everything went down. We've doubled the number of cats <laughs> almost in our lives. No, yeah, doubled. Yeah, doubled. Well, Rachel's now back to only the one cat in her house. But mm-hmm. at one point, she tripled the number of cats. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we found these cats outside. And they were, like, so, so, so friendly. And first, like, they're brothers for sure because it's, like, someone dumped, like, a litter of, like, five kittens. And only two of them are friendly probably because they're boys. Because apparently unneutered boy cats are the friendliest because they're, I guess, like, less risk averse or something. And anyway, we gave one to my girlfriend's mom and he's doing really well. And then the other one, like, we wanted to keep both of them originally, but, like, our house like doesn't really have that many doors so we had to keep them like separated from a current cat that lives here and actually the orange cat was like kind of fine in his bathroom like he's zero brain cell he's very dumb um (laughs) he was like happy he was like i get fed here i finally have a a stable source of food (laughs) this is all i ask yeah but the other one yeah was like crying night and day and like was like grabbing our ankles to try to stop us from leaving and he was like so unhappy and we like we're trying to figure out what to do with him because like our cat does not like other cats and i guess we could have tried it like we could have kept trying to introduce them but like he was living in the bathroom and just like miserable so then we ended up taking him to pennsylvania because i was like cat for mom and mom well because i wasn't going to but then mom was like well yeah you should have just brought him you should have just brought him like friendly cat um and anyway now he sleeps he was i bed, would like to know he's which has never happened before he's shit don't say that i feel really guilty <laughs> he was I feel so 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 guilty i know well, I, yeah yeah it was that or like living in the bathroom for like another indefinite yeah he may or may not have given me ringworm unclear which of the many cats <laughs> I, I do have ringworm everyone gets it once in their life do they as, as that one tiktok said I, I, you too what? have ringworm by proxy <laughs> what <laughs> Everyone get it, gets it once in their life. I came across a TikTok like a day after that was like, everyone, I have ringworm. Well, it's finally happened. <laughs> I have ringworm. <laughs> which is luckily not a worm, dear listener. It's a fungus, which is way better in my opinion. Like why I, that made me feel so much better. I have no idea, actually. Maybe because it's, I don't know, it looks, if you have an itchy rash that it looks like, like it's a red circle, bit pretty big like circle. A ring. And there's a ring on the outside that's like darker red. And you said and pointed out like possibly a dot in the middle, but maybe not. The size of like a big mosquito bite. It's like a quarter. Have fucking ring. Like it's easy to you just buy an OTC like antifungal cream and put it on like twice a day, but for four weeks, which has been really annoying actually. But well, has it appeared anywhere else on your body? Scalp. 
no, luckily no ringworm went up the scalp for me, which would result in bald patches. But anyway, we suspected the one cat that we brought to mom because like, I don't know, we just like thought he might have had it because he was like a stray cat, but we took him to the vet and they like checked him and looked at his like skin under a microscope and he doesn't have it. So now I have literally no idea where I got ringworm. Like, yeah. <laughs> I still suspect the kitten because we never got checked, except I really wasn't near the kitten at all. But speaking of the kitten, we have to introduce an- another one of the the doubled cats. <laughs> Is this kitten was outside in Pennsylvania in our backyard? Like we just saw her scurrying by, and she was like super thin and had shit all over her tail and like in her eyes and was just like hobbling around because she just like was so skinny and so i went out and i got one of those animal those humane like cat traps and i set it up and puts the little can of tuna which is so strong i the smell of tuna canned tuna <laughs> i have never thing in the universe is so powerful because i like i put it on one side of the house like on the opposite side of the house of the back door there is like a whole ass part of the house in between where this canned tuna was and the back door and immediately <laughs> upon stepping outside it was like it's tuna tuesday baby like it was mm. so strong <laughs> like i was like well she's definitely gonna smell this so we caught her and now she's living in the office but yeah so now there are four cats in her house for, so Eleanor is the name of the kid. Her name, mm-hmm. her full name is Eleanor of Cacutane, Queen of England and France and Duchess in her own right. But it should be Kevin. Just kidding. <laughs> she was previously when we thought she was a boy Listener, for the first I think 24 we should make hours. A poll. Named we should make Kevin McCall. Okay. Are you I, Rachel, I... I honestly, I honestly was like 50% of I was like, you know what? Kevin is a funny name for a girl. And I've actually definitely like her yeah. of Kevin used as a girl's like I wouldn't go so far as to call it a gender neutral name but like I've also like there's <laughs> yeah. definitely been girls named Kevin but okay. the pleading in mom's eyes what he begged me not to name this cat Kevin. because we, when it was a girl or always when we found well he hated Kevin from the beginning but he was ready okay. to accept I hated it Kevin no I know but because he was ready why? to accept it okay he was ready to accept it and then he found out that she was a uh, girl and he was like is, please dear oh, god okay because change the name <laughs> I hated the name Kevin initially I was like fuck that I've known like zero good Kevin in Kevin real life McAllister I, that's not in real life though. from home alone yeah but like I've known many an awful Kevin just like really bad but then when we found out it was a girl I, I was like, this is fucking hilarious. You have to keep the name. Like, And listener, weigh in. What's a better name for a cat? A small female black kitten. Eleanor or Kevin? Like, come on. That's objectively funnier. I didn't know mom was so against it for a girl. Peter was originally named. Uh, yeah. Meanwhile, Lee Rachel named Machida. all three of the cats that were in her house some version of cat. Well, but in different I, I, I would never do the cat thing. I thought that was very silly. But that is the cat's name. The girlfriend's original cat is cat. And so anyway, they so we got the, the other, other two. Cats. We were originally going to name one Machka, which means cat in Serbian. But I think it's, a, it's a, that's a good cat name. Like I'm going to save that for yeah. a future cat. And then the other one was going to be Hatul, Tuli for short, which is also means cat, but in Hebrew. And 
but anyway, but then the orange one ended up going to her mom and she has no idea. Like she was like, well, this cat's name is first. She wants to name it Biff, which honestly, that's, that's a good like name. Like Biff from Back to the Future. Biff. Yeah. But we were like, we tried to be like, no, no, it's like his name is Tully. His name is Tully. And then she settled on orange slash OJ for sure. <laughs> what is with <laughs> that family's name tendency to just name? She also has a dog named mouse and this is actually a very apt name for that dog which also yeah, that's true it, it, it's yeah. like a little rat yeah it's a good it's it's it well not like a cute right it's a very very objectively cute dog like yeah but it's very like a tiny it's an apple-headed chihuahua <laughs> a long-haired apple-headed chihuahua which like you google pictures of that apple and this dog's way cuter than any of them yeah there's different <laughs> chihuahua head shapes <That's> silly <laughs> but anyway the orange one is now orange slash oj <laughs> and then potato just the potato is potato slash tater slash tater tot and now he's peter but our grandpa's still gunning for marco marco which i think is a really good name also mom hates it i don't know why what did marco ever do to him right in or if you're a marco but today's book i read aloud to eleanor in order to get her used to human voices oh my god um i was initially telling her the plot of home alone but then I finished with that, and then it turned out that she wasn't Kevin McAllister anymore. So I switched to this book. Oh, my. Oh, you're saying, like, back. Oh, my God. Back. <laughs> yes, when I read this book. And I read this book with my eyeballs. I also listened to it, but that was, like, a month ago because I thought we were going to record this a month ago. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I also read it with my eyeballs, and I finished that today because wow. it's the audio is the stupid abridged version again. Mm. same problem as with it happened when summer yeah what was and i wanted to compare okay well so first there were definitely some cuts made in the prologue not like important cuts but like just like random like they just decided to cut things in the prologue yeah yeah i think you're right and then the ones that i noticed for sure because the problem is i finished reading this book i intended to read them back to back so i could like remember the differences but i mm-hmm. read it so long ago that i don't Aww. remember like the nuanced differences but the big difference is the first sex scene in the original book lillian the heroine is drunk and they have sex so there's some mm. consent issues involved and in the audiobook and in the abridged version not i mean i don't know whether it's a bridge because i actually don't know how much was cut but is that the first is that that time that she just like goes to his room no no, no it's the pair She's drunk in the library. She right. wants the pair. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And then they and go then, up. But, and in the new version, she just they just go to his room and like sleep and nothing happens. Yeah. 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 And honestly, it didn't make me as mad as it happened one summer. Because they had happened one summer once, I think negatively affected the plot and also just seemed very unnecessary. But this one, especially because that sex scene is like almost back to back with like the second sex scene. Like, there's really not much that happens in between. Like, it didn't... I was still, like, I don't like editing old books. But it was okay. The only thing that we missed is that she doesn't ride him cowgirl. They don't have, like, the cowgirl position sex. Because mm. it's, like, cut to make yeah, room for it's still just, like, really sex. fucking bold. Like, uh, yeah. Like, make a new version and re-release it and call it, like, the PC, like... You don't want like twenty twenty sensibilities. Revised version. and updated. Revised and updated. Yeah, exactly. But you don't even have to say what. Just say revised and updated. Right. 
and like make that clear and then still don't just like yeah that's so ridiculous did they they like re-recorded the audiobook and everything like right yeah it's the audio because the audiobook the audiobook is the abridged version okay wait we haven't even said the book we're doing it happen one autumn oh yeah by lisa claypas Claypas. it's the second wallflowers book I'm more just like angry on. I'm like, angry on principle. in principle. Yeah. And I also, I'm going to be entirely honest. Like the first time I read this book, that scene made me a little uncomfy. Yeah. But like, I'm sorry. <sighs> on our new prints of the old book, put this book may cause you to feel like squidgy. Delicate sensibilities. <laughs> trigger warning. Put a trigger warning. But like, don't yeah. and like, sure. Again, release a new one. Like, if you don't want to read things that don't align with twenty twenty norm, like <laughs> romance norms, maybe don't read this book if that's a hard line for you. Like, that's yeah. so, I'm so fine with like more information and like truth in that. But like, that's just so dishonest and like paternalistic. Like, you want paternalistic yeah. patronizing? Absolutely. It's all because also because it's honestly because of TikTok. Hear me mm. out. Hear me out. Okay. Book talk. Romance is really big on book talk. It has like skyrocketed the careers of many a romance author. Like mm-hmm. and that's one of like the it's one of the primary genres. And I don't I don't dislike this isn't like an anti book talk, but because because publishers are trying to appeal to book talk and book talk is and again this is i'm not like this is not a poo poo but book talk is mostly younger it skews younger than like bookstagram or booktube i feel like it also definitely skews like recently started reading romance which like i yeah so in that a category. lot of people like, were introduced to romance right which is great TikTok. but like yeah but like, no i love that yeah. no, no no but so a lot of these people because they're younger and they're new to romance and because tiktok overall has this like underlying vein of conservatism i don't know whether you feel that too i don't mean it's like every video but i just feel might like be your for you page babe that no, is definitely no, not i don't get those types of videos but there's just like in in this specific case, in the book, what kind of conservatism do you mean? Like in, prudishness so, or like political? Yes, in no, in the case, that's what I, in like. I don't mean like political. Oh. I mean like in yeah, in like and people are in afraid how of book talk is like book talk is like all of those big people. Like there's this much larger wave that's like doesn't want spicy books or whatever, and that's fine if you just if you don't want a romance where the characters have sex, like, that's totally fine. You should be able to read that. But there's, like, this backlash. Basically, smut had a moment. The word smut had a moment where it was being reclaimed and it stopped being a derogatory word, and now it's going back to being a derogatory word. Mm -hmm. And I'm just – I'm seeing this more and more, but it's also so – those same people are the people who are embarrassed to read books in public that have real people on the covers – you know, mm-hmm. like the half-naked men, like the traditional mm-hmm. romance yeah. book covers. They want the cartoon covers. That's why cartoon yeah. covers are so much bigger. Right. And Popular, you mean. Yeah. Yeah. And everyone was like, when when people started being like, I don't know, I'm kind of worried about the cartoon covers being becoming like the exclusive, the norm. 
mm-hmm. for a lot of reasons. A, because you don't know what the book is then. Like cartoon covers used to mean like this is a not spicy romance. This is just like right. a cute little fun thing. Right. And now it and could now mean, like... now you don't know what the, fu- or it could mean a YA. Like it used to mean like, yeah, like Star used to Girl. mean like something. I think it's like fucking Jerry Spinelli. Like that's what yeah, I used to like, like you used to know originally. what a cartoon cover was going to give you. And now you have absolutely no idea. Like there are fucking mafia books with cartoon covers. Right. Like, it doesn't make any sense. Are there really? That's really funny. I've seen a few. Dark romance in general seem like knows, knows not, but like dark romance is also <laughs> more self-publishing really, really, really and silly. traditional publishing that. is the one that goes towards, is the one that's like really cartoon the cover cartoon. gung-ho. That's really silly. But so first those people were like, oh, I'm embarrassed to read that in public. And now they're like, I'm embarrassed. Like, I don't want, you know what I mean? It's like it, it just keeps right. chipping away. And like going like it was this great moment where everyone was reading romance and we were like being sex positive and like and now <laughs> it's going in the opposite direction. Yeah. And the editing to bring it back to it happened with autumn, the editing is like the the most extreme kind of similar like, or one of that. the most yeah. more extreme like like yeah. manifestations of that. Yeah. yeah. And no, I, I mean agree. editing the old books, that's nothing new. That's been going on. Like there's really? there are classics. Like this like, type of thing. Like well, yeah. So like there's this book called Whitney, my love, which I despise with all my heart. <laughs> but it is um like a it's a classic. It's a classic from like the 80s. Mm-hmm. I think it's Judith McNaught, um, which I like her other books, but that book was ugh, I hate that hero. Mm-hmm. He can he can get pushed down the wishing well in this mm-hmm. and then die a slow death. I hate him. But that book has been edited. A while ago, like there have been multiple edited editions of that book because there's just so many problematic things in it. Yeah. But it's still like, it was like beloved for a reason. Like, and there are still people and that like, there. it was so, beloved like, for, you're not saying it's like the the book beloved. Okay. Sorry. Oh, <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. It's not I beloved. I keep like hearing like It was double, beloved yeah. for, yeah, it was beloved for yeah. a reason. Like it's, it's a classic. It's, it's one mm. of the like bodice ripper great era greats yeah but it's super fucked up and so it's not like that this is new this editing old problematic yeah, books it's just the, is like, new but it's growing in popularity it's giving like there's two ways some kind of like very related ways to see it but like one is like oh we want this book to be like acceptable to modern audiences another one is like kind of it's still that but it's like they want to like boost sales and so i get in that yes. way i get it it's like recycling tiktoks like po- like you know it's just like trying to recycle yeah. the same thing but like in a way that will sell better yeah which like i'm sure is what it's motivated by no it is and i get it right as long as it's not yeah it's just like why yeah like i worked in publishing i know exactly what's going on and I don't think you even have to have worked in publishing. Exactly. You just need to have a basic understanding a of how motive. like yeah. sales works. You right. Know? Right. Like I get it, mm-hmm. but it's a problem. And it's a problem that yeah. goes hand in hand with all the like book banning stuff. Yeah. Right. No, I know. It's like book banning light. Yeah. Anyway, let's stop talking about capitalism. Let's start talking about the feudal system, baby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Aristocratic England. It's not feudal. What is it? It's, the landed gender? What's the, that system called? Yeah, I don't the know. Agrarian? Mercantilism still? Agrarian mercantilism? Maybe. 
pre-capitalism. I guess it's still capitalism. No, it's capital. We're in it's the capital. beginning of capitalism at that Not the point. beginning of capitalism. No, yeah. The Late capitalism stage. began with like <laughs> the late 1700s. I think that's like the official. Sure. sure. Okay. So then these people are very much living in. <laughs> well, it's 1830s. So no, oh, okay. like 50 years into capitalism. So the American Revolution sets off the. I don't know. I'm I'm thinking. Anyway, of I, don't Jonathan. I don't know. Who cares? Who is it? Adam. Um. Adam. Adam. Hand man. No. No. The Adam. The hand man. Who wrote the hand? The invisible hand. Yeah. Who's that bitch? Man. The wealth of nations. Is that sure. what it's called? That feels feels really. Adam right. Smith. Of course, it's Smith. Adam. Adam Smith. Smith. Adam, Adam Smith, with the most basic ass, the name. daddy Adam of cop- capitalism. Adam with the it truly hand. is the the most basic ass name. <laughs> it really, truly is for like in in theory. Although like Adam is actually pretty rare, you know. I know, but like not. in in like name origin, right. I feel like it's even more of a basic right. ass name than like John because it's like the OG, yeah, the OG, Adam. Um. um. But the okay, so the only thing I have to say about the the prologue is that one of the things that was cut because I did read the first hundred pages of this book directly after listening to it. So the first hundred pages, it was fresh in my mind what was cut. Were these random lines about a that Lillian can smell people? Oh yeah, I knew there was something. Yeah, there was all this stuff about her nose. They cut that for some reason, which made the which made the prologue like. I feel like they were thinking of it as like this is too boring and like isn't necessary to the plot and we should just cut it. But like at that point, they should have just cut the whole prologue and been like she got yeah. some magic perfume because that made it so much more boring getting rid of that because it was interesting before. I remember yeah. being like, oh, this is cool. Like we're learning like fun facts and like this is like a weird talent. Like, yeah. 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 Then like, she they just did cut it. anything that made it interesting and just kept like pointless. Boy- like anyway. Although sorry. I'll be honest, the way that Lillian's sniffing skills are hyped up in the prologue even in the cut version I would have expected it to have like way more relevant somehow in the finale yeah like it's not it was just in the so Lillian gets this like perfume and the guy selling it is like it's magic it'll track Mm -hmm. your true love it has a secret ingredient listener guesses what the secret ingredient Mm -hmm. was you all along (laughs) no but like that whole gimmick throughout the book and maybe it's because of like they cut random stuff that I'm not remembering, but like it just felt very No, it was it's random in the original as well. Okay. It felt very unnecessary. It felt like something that was like a holdover from from like a first draft and like used to be yeah. very, very important. Yeah. And then she just couldn't bring herself to like cut it entirely. So she yeah. just kept it. Like, I think it, she it, also it almost was giving perfume. that was gonna be like the central conflict where it's like that was gonna no. be the reason she didn't believe <laughs> she that. was gonna be she was gonna have to sniff out like which one's Westcliff, which one's like Oh Saint my god, Vincent, or he was like, gonna have to <laughs> right something like that. Somehow. No, I think she just wanted to keep the perfume because Lisa really likes having like an object in her books, like an object that's like central to the couple. So, like, in this book, it was the perfume. The first book, it was the boots. And she does this in other books, too. Like, in in mm-hmm. Winterborn, it was the orchid. Like, the, the orchid mm-hmm. that Winterborn took care of. Like, she likes to have objects. That's interesting. That's not something I ever would have known what you were talking about. If I didn't, like, know the yeah. examples. Like, what a random. It's just a thing that she, I don't even know whether she, like, does it consciously. But she likes doing it in her books. You yeah. know what I mean? 
It's like mm-hmm. a clay paw signature. I don't know whether she does it in her contemporaries, but she does in her historicals. Yeah. But yeah, it's felt like a holdover. Um, and it, <laughs> the Mr. Nettles, like, I don't know whether you got this Mr. in the Nettles. cut version. He's the perfume guy. And he has this thought. He's like, it was a rare gift and not one he had ever known a woman to have. Oh my God. They show No, I did not get any of his internal monologue. Wait, <laughs> we can compare like this. Okay. So you took notes only on yeah. the, okay. I took notes only on the the, the, the final original. version. Yeah. Oh, good. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Cause I listened to the cut version at like three times speed. <laughs> so I could just get. Okay. Through it. Okay. So we can compare. God. Yes. 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 And Lillian also, yeah. So Lillian can smell people really well. She can smell, quote, their intrinsic scent, which is allegedly a thing. Daisy's reaction to it is basically like, pe- you like, you people can't smell people is so like Edward reacting to Bella yeah. smelling blood coated. I like had to put people the can't, <laughs> like, what is silly people can't smell people. <laughs> I was people like, can't, um, people can't smell blood. That is really silly. Now we cut to fucking Marcus, who's like a quote unquote alpha male, like that type of shit, like good at everything and like blah, blah, blah. But he's also a short king. Yeah, or as short like, as you can be in, in a, a romance book. Like him and Lillian are the same height. That's no, all. They're not. Lillian's like still three inches shorter. Like I, if I had to guess, I feel like he's probably like six foot or like five eleven or something. And she's he's just like, all I know is that he's described as shorter than all the other heroes, and that's Which what I, was, I remember. I exactly. Well, that's so funny because I remember like talking about that a while ago. Like like books like this where it's like interlacing characters, like like kind like yeah. of series. I was always I was like I wonder if we kept track of like how the people are described if it's actually consistent like if it's yeah. internally consistent within the series because I feel like yeah the hero is always like taller than the other men that appear yeah. but then like in the hero's book so you're right at least she like, committed tall. to like at least for this one dude remembering because Lillian does have thoughts where she's like yeah Westcliff and I are almost the same height like three if not inches, the same though height. which is really bold like what is three inches in you're right when land. it's usually a fucking foot yeah you know yeah it's usually so, so like you know oh, i hate no. that she's getting I, neck I also, problems yeah and so like yeah Matt argus is like one who good at everything and like i just was thinking when i was doing this i was like how come when it's a man it's like you're an alpha male whatever i can't even say that with, like with a straight face but like when it's a woman you're like just a mary sue if you're good at everything this is because he like quote-unquote worked hard and wasn't just like automatically good at stuff but like it's always well, like i guess i've heard men be called a mary sue also sexism I just dabbed for the people at home who can't see. <laughs> so he's talking with his sister and he's complaining about Lillian. And he's like, she's manipulative. She's domineering. She's arrogant. And his sister's like, well, so are you. And they're both like, Haha, yeah, I am. <laughs> Which I have respect. He's, he's automatically like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Take he's it. like, I, you got me. You got me there. You got me there. <laughs> he's like, I don't like it, but you got me. <laughs> I will admit. And they're having a house party, which is basically the entire plot of this book. Everyone's at the house party. He's like, I don't want Lillian to come, like whatever, whatever. Um, it's his house, but his sister's like organizing it, which is really bold. It's like he's making a He's like work. acting as his hostess. And he, he he's like, this is just like, well, why? Why? Like, tell me, tell me, tell me, tell me, tell me. Tell me. And, <laughs> and she's like, you totally saw her like like in a compromising situation. You totally saw her like getting some, didn't you? Didn't you? Which he did. Um, like you saw her you with saw a her dude, everywhere. didn't you? And he's like, no, I didn't. No, it wasn't that. It wasn't that. And then he tells her actually what he saw because he's a snitch. It's from the previous <laughs> book. He saw her playing rounders, like English, baseball. British Victorian baseball. baseball, Victorian baseball in her like underwear, basically. Yeah. He said underwear are like full length pants and like full are fully clothed. Yeah, fully clothed, <laughs> just... but like 
under your underwear, underwear. literal just underwear yeah under yeah yeah anyway but he's like he's like yeah it's it's so annoying she's like there were four people there and you're only talking about this one lady this seems a little suspicious yeah (laughs) and he just has so much anxiety about the bowman's coming because like Mm -hmm. he's business partners with lillian's dad Mm -hmm. and it's because his crush is coming yeah he's just also, a little boy <laughs> at some point in here he's like thinking about this is like sort of it's unrelated but he's like well Lillian's dad is like a soap manufacturer like makes smells and shit and he's like that's why they're invited and Marcus what whatever Westlip the dude is like scheming apparently to get the British soap tax repealed so that <laughs> poor people can afford soap finally that's how you know he's and a good man that, well yes but like if that doesn't zooming out that's why the British are so grubby. It's so bold. That, if that doesn't completely make sense. They're like, no one can have soap. And then we're going to roast the poor people for being grubby. But we will be ensuring that the entire fucking country. Smells like shit. Smells like <laughs> shit. <laughs> so Daisy. So Lillian. Lily. It's really silly that they name her Lillian and Daisy. When it's like obviously Lily and Daisy. Well, I'm pretty sure <laughs> Daisy's name is actually like Marguerite. Sure, but if like, I remember if correctly commit, from her book, which is a nickname for Margaret, like Daisy is allegedly a nickname for Margaret, Marguerite, whatever. because Marguerite means You're Daisy right. in French. That's why. Oh, yeah, that's cute. Okay, that yeah. actually okay. That's why she's that. Daisy. Yeah, so they uh, Lily and Daisy show up, and their first order of business is to sneak out and go find of the nap wishing time. well. They're supposed to be taking a nap. Can't relate. I cannot really. I would. <laughs> the one good thing that I've yeah, ever but... heard about the Victorian era is the fact that ladies are socially obligated to take naps. This that sounds really like is. my You're... dream situation. Well, do you have memories of being forced to nap, though? Because yeah, that's a different. Kid. But I'm you saying remember? as an adult. <laughs> Were you? Un- but I remember. Well, I mean, do you remember being unhappy about it? As a kid? Yeah. I don't. I all I remember I was chewing on the you... tail of my stuffed animal. <laughs> okay, because I have many memories of being really mad about having to take a nap, but I also have at least one memory of like that time that we kept going into mom and dad's room, and finally mom was like, "Okay, the first person to come in here has to sleep on this like little kid couch that I'm putting at the end." And like I stayed up all night waiting for you to be the first to like crawl <laughs> out of your crib and go, and you were like out like a light switch within like. <laughs> You're like, that's fine. <laughs> I have my crib. I have my Listen, crib. I've had dark circles since birth. You can't take a girl away from the sleep. Well, apparently you're still being taken away. <laughs> Do you think I have sleep apnea? I'm just remembering that mom randomly when I was a kid was like, yeah, I'll come in and check on you sometimes. And you just like stop breathing. <laughs> I think I got checked out like that for that. So I don't know. Maybe you should. <laughs> All right. So they sneak out anyway. in time. They, and it's go to, to, go to the wishing well. well, which like also only shows up this one time, and like also in the first book. But um, yeah, and basically Annabelle, the their friend slash fellow wallflower slash heroine of the first book, asked them to go make a wish for Marcus slash Westcliff because in the end of the first book he like saved her life, kind of. Yeah, yeah. And the wish is for him to marry someone who really loves him. That's like the wish that Daisy makes. And and then- what is what does she throw in the well as an offering, Rachel? <laughs> I don't know. What is it? She throws in the metal shard that Annabelle pulls oh my from God. his bloody shoulder after Ew. the foundry explosion. And I bet they didn't clean it or disinfect it in any way. Like, that definitely <laughs> still had its crusty. That shit like... has rusted blood. 
That's how you get kids. How you get at least (laughs) she did wrap it up in in a handkerchief. It was in. It was at least somewhat. Man, (laughs) not direct. Yeah, no, the bloody shard that she Mm -hmm. pulled from his shoulder. Oh my god! And then Lillian is like, "Fine, I'll help." But the wish that she makes is that he'll like marry a woman who quote unquote brings him to his heels, like you know, puts him in his place a little bit. I'm like, you don't know it, but it's the same wish. Yeah. It's the same wish. And also, <laughs> we are, the next the next like few scenes are very 2005 Pride and Prejudice coded. The way Daisy is like, it'd be worth it to marry Lord Westcliff to be mistress of Stony Cross. Like, literally oh, that wording. That? That's really funny. When did the, but didn't this come out? In, yeah. This came out before 2005 Pride and Prejudice. That was the one. It wasn't Twilight. Wow. But this came out in spring and 2005 Pride and Prejudice came out in the fall. Wow. I looked it up. Yeah. But I looked it up because the next in the next scene, skipping ahead a little bit, but it's on topic, like Westcliff rolls up in an unbuttoned white shirt with a long like great coat over it, like striding mm. through the field. Like it's like that could it's also this. vaguely be 1995 though, because the fucking lake. But like, yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. So they start they start playing Victorian baseball again, like rounders or cricket, I guess. Cricket feels much more similar from the way it's described. Baseball feels like they, we just got really aggressive with it. Of course. Tracks. It's American. <laughs> so anyway, only Lisa would be able to manage to insert a show hero showing the heroine how to swing a bat scene yeah, into a historical, historical like truly incredible. And I was actually really surprised <laughs> to even see that in a romance book to begin with because i feel like now it's become such a like roasted like oh look at these like men that are you know what i mean like i feel like it's a very yeah. like cringe thing to do nowadays in in like yeah in, in the popular media at least but he does he does because she's good at like pitching but she's bad at batting so like yeah so her. he's like this is how she you know what i'm thinking about it. It, it it feels much more like a baseball bat the way she has to hold it I really think there's elements of both because she also okay. has to run around the four bases. And I don't think there are four is bases it literally just in baseball? cricket. No, there aren't. There's just like two, right? Yeah. Like the one you bat from and the one you run to. Um, I'm basing it off of that one scene in Chronicles of Narnia. Uh, she... <laughs> when they're playing cricket in the yard. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's the one thing. He's like, this reminds me of a, you have to do like a trebuchet, which is not how you pronounce that word. Oh, is that how the Trebuchet. person pronounced it? Yeah. To be fair, that's probably the British pronunciation. No, the British, because, I looked it oh, up. The yeah. British pronunciation is trebuchet. British people do like, the British language does like to bastardize French words on purpose. That's so true. That would make more sense. But the American one is like, honestly. No, the, um, the Americans, that's why we pronounce it like valet, whereas mm-hmm. the British so I'm pronounce saying it For valet. trebuchet, it's the opposite for some reason. Like the American pronunciation is closer to trebuchet. It's still not like it's, I forget what it is like trebuchet, trebuchet or something. I thought it was trebuchet. Is that well, not that's how it's what dad pronounced? says? That's I mean, which is when you Google it, I'm saying like the American pronunciation comes up as like closer to trebuchet, but like not quite that. Like huh. I can't remember it, but the British one is definitely trebuchet. All right. They get that anyway. One. Doesn't matter. Um, she falls on top of him, and they have a long ass conversation. Like they're talking and talking for like, yeah. what feels like pages, and then you realize she's like, and then she suddenly realizes she was still laying on top of him. <laughs> <laughs> Although she's, they're talking because he shows her how to hit it, and she hits like far to the outfield, and she's gonna make do a home run, 
And then this bitch tags her out. He mm. blocks the last base and she has to like run into him and then he tags her. And like, I would feel betrayed too. Yeah. <laughs> the utter betrayal. Man. Yeah, they're on top of each other. And Marcus is like, oh, wow, Lillian's not wearing a corset. And I'm like, Lillian was running without a bra. Mm. She was, that's what I focused on. I was like, how small are Lillian's tits that she did this without it being painful? That's funny that you say that because later on they make a point of saying that if there was anyone like in the in the corset, in the anti-corset slander scene that you hate, they make a point of being like- There's many of those scenes in this book. Oh my God. But if there was ever anyone who didn't need a corset, it's Daisy. Like, so I guess the chance of like Lillian- like she's slender. She's described as like tall and slender. So she probably has small boobs, but I'm still like, mm, what's going on here? Marcus also finds out Lily can pick locks, which is a relevant skill. Unlike the sniffing, the picking locks that Lillian can pick locks does become relevant later. It does. But he times. mentally, he quote, tucks the information away for later, which could either be very ominous or very kinky. Right. Like, yeah. why are you, he, well, where, why are you filing that. this? He doesn't. <laughs> need to file that information like yeah she just needs to not forget like to be, for to be quite honest if anyone's handcuffing someone lillian would be handcuffing marcus so true lillian also has feline eyes whoop, 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 whoop. there's a lot of cats there's a lot of cat language in this yeah book. there really is i miss that one there's a lot so and are you sure it's lillian that has it not yeah it doesn't matter it still counts she asks him not to snitch on them to their mom that they were playing rounders again. And he's like, I never lie. Which the number of times when my note begins with Marcus, I never lie, Westcliff telling a lot. Like, right. Like, I don't know why they even like, what a shit. silly. It's little shit. But he walks them back to the house because they got to go back for nap time. And we get a wonderful scene. I love these types of scenes in which... Lillian and Marcus are pressed against the wall, like in the shrubbery, because her dad is has mm-hmm. like walked by and they have to hide from him. And this is and then they make out because Marcus like sniffs her like a fucking he's like the magic perfume. <laughs> and then they start making out. And this is only a taste of what we missed out on when they cut the Annabelle Simon music seat. Who I got so heated. I got so heated at the reminder <laughs> of what we could have had. But when we get back, we get some corset slander um, mm-hmm. from Mercedes, Lillian, and Daisy. Yeah. They're all Mercedes is like your waist has got to be small, and just and then and then Lillian is like, oh, the the gown wouldn't button if mm. I didn't have the corset. And I'm just like, listen to me, the corset doesn't make the th- the skin and the bones disappear. It doesn't. They're still there. They don't poof away when yeah, you wear but the it, like, corset. Pushes it, in. it can push it in theoretically, but but not those aren't the like, ones they... the way that the corsets are treated in this book, it's <laughs> if they're cutting off like five inches from these women's, a corset like an <laughs> inch max because what you're reducing in the waist is also being added on to by the corset itself, which is a thick material. Like, that's, that's true. Not a thin right. layer. Yeah, right, right. Especially if it's like the just... bones, like whale bones. I know. But they're flexible whale bones. Yeah, but they're thick. They're still, they take up space. I'm saying yeah, I'm yeah. with you. Yeah. yeah. But then Wallflower reunion and this description that we get of Evie, the redheaded Wallflower. This is when they find out that, like, Evie's shitty family is trying to get her to marry her cousin Eustace. Mm. 
Okay, maybe I just didn't take notes on this. Interesting. But we get this description of Evie on page 68. Mm-hmm. And and the description of her is so like she wasn't she wasn't conventionally attractive. But here's a description of her that describes her as the hottest woman ever. Right. That's so I know. Like, Evie, they're constantly. She was being freckled like... and red-haired with large round blue eyes and a mobile, full-lipped mouth that was utterly out of fashion. Her well-endowed figure. No, and that is something you get away with in historicals because you can be like conventionally, well, you know, for the time conventional time period, like oh, I'm so it's ugly. very much still like hot in the present day. I know, yeah. but, like I think there's multiple times that people like later in the, in the epilogue when he's like, she's actually pretty hot. Like as long as she keeps her mouth shut, I feel like that's the general thing. It's like yeah. she's hot, but like stutters. She's so, they so shy. Her. Yeah, <laughs> I do like that. Li- both Lily and Marcus are described as not handsome but striking. Hmm. Like the same language. Interesting. Not handsome, but striking. Anyway, I didn't like that part because um they're fat shaming cousin Eustace. He's not. Oh, I a think dick. they took that out. Oh, did they? Okay. What well, did they, they say about a- yeah. him? All I got about cousin Eustace was that was Evie being like he's like nice enough. Like he might he might be Yeah. Fine. No, they get this whole thing. Okay, well, we do get this very funny anecdote in which Daisy is like, one time at a party, he shook my hand and he gave me half a chicken wing. <laughs> that was accidentally but, in his hand. <laughs> and why not? Oh, <laughs> not as a little gift, not as a little treat. Oh, see, the only thing, and I wonder if this no, is but they added. were fat. But the the whole the whole implication is that cousin Eustace is bad because he is fat. Like it's that classic oh, early two thousands, like fat equals that. bad. Well, now I'm interested. In the original, did they say anything about how it's bad that he's her cousin? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Because one of them is like, I know it's not that she's like, I know it's not the done thing to marry your cousin anymore. But like, how bad can it be? <laughs> no, Annabelle still. Yeah, Annabelle still says that. Okay. Yeah. No, but they fat shamed cousin Eustace, and I don't like it, but I did like the chicken wing. <laughs> okay. Well, they took that out because I had no chicken wing. Yeah. And then and then Lillian also tells them that, like, Wesco kissed her. Yeah. 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 He, she was like, he's he's a shitty kisser. He sucks. <laughs> Which is like. And Annabelle was like, uh, you sure about that? Because uh, the grapevine says differently. Yeah. I guess the cousin Eustace thing is fine with, like, yeah, because that wasn't really necessary. Like, it was already, like, implied that her family no. sucked. So, like, why would she want to marry someone that, like, is, A, one of them and also, yeah. like, be, like. Not her true yeah. love. She's a heroine. Nah. She's a romance heroine. Right. Yeah. Or, like, picked by them even. Like, even yeah. if it wasn't one of them. Like, why would they have her, yeah, care about her? Yeah. 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 I forgot yeah. about that until I got to the point wing, of my notes. Chicken wing, hot dog and bologna. Where did we get the chicken wing? Where did the other half of the chicken wing go? Why was it I only was half about to say, did they even have chicken wings back then? Because I was picturing like a buffalo oh, wing. Oh, no. Like KFC bucket. We have the chicken wing blog, man, that I had to go on to fix my computer when the internet didn't work for like a year. Wait, what did you say? Like the what? Like like buffalo it's a wing? a bucket of KFC. Yeah. That's what I was actually like a little like, how big were they back? Regency are they... hot wings. Did Yeah. Wait, did they serve chicken wing? I guess they could have just had like pieces of a chicken out and they were in yeah. like, pieces and he grabbed like just a, a wing. But there's no way they had like plates of just wings. No. Like that wasn't, they were not mass producing chickens like that back then. <laughs> like that's obscene actually. Not that now you think, like no. think about like, think about Honestly, it, what it would take to get a plate of just <laughs> chicken wings. <laughs> in today's world it's like that's impossible if you're living off of like the chicken you mean area. In, in regency world not in, today's in world. regency world but i'm saying yeah. like, the fact that yeah. we have it today is like grotesque insane anyway yeah um, and frankly british food 
is not that like I don't Wouldn't believe be that the British something like chicken yeah wings. exactly <laughs> like, wings. that's too You'd delicious never... that's yeah. too flavorful it would the never be bone alone free. would kill them right it would never be bone free either or frankly like if it if they did have bone free chicken it would not be chicken wing it would be like it would the chicken would somehow be like gelatin like mashed up first oh, like most to a pulp absolutely the and food then, descriptions like, rachel in this book this is the first time that i've ever read a food descriptions in this in a book and have been physically repulsed what's well, like, the point i think but yeah no so, so is in she the, <laughs> no in the second scene it's the point but in the first scene when the dinner is like there's the, the there's a first dinner that's just they're just describing the food and then like we move mm-hmm. on and then mm-hmm. the second dinner where she gets sick. But the first dinner, it's described, it's written in a way that's ma- supposed to, like, feel like it's supposed to make me like think that, like, wow, yeah. a feast. Like, and I'm like, what? British food. Man. God. So then we cut to um, Westcliff talking with his buddy, St. Vincent, his his BFF from school. And Whose this eyes is just, like, are cat-like. Mm, see, yeah. that would have been him and Lillian. I guess if Lillian has the cat-like eyes, they would have been a great fit. They would have given birth to little kittens. Indeed. <laughs> More kittens in the world. And this is just set up because St. Vincent's going to be an important part of this book too. But it's just set up that he's like a dick because he's talking about this like woman that he's he was having an affair with yeah. who tried to commit suicide. <laughs> she's like the little the little fool. So silly. Like she's so indiscreet. And they're like, you're, ta- you're saying like it's just her indiscretion. Like it's yours too, isn't it? And he's like, no, it was her discretion, indiscretion. I was discreet. She wasn't. <laughs> hey, listen, fair enough. Fair and they're enough. like, Westcliff, if you could feed all the orphans in England or never have sex again, like, what would you do? And he's like, I never answer hypothetical questions, which, like, is makes him the worst type of person. Like, he kind of – it's not that he, like, redeems himself. It's just that they, like, shy away from the thing about him being a snitch and not answering hypothetical questions. <laughs> you know, like, he just won't roll with the bit. He's not – he's not into improv it's not for him well because they're talking about how often to have sex and he's like more than once a week is insane is obscene and it's like, like yeah yeah gluttonous. simon hunt is there and let's like mm, this sounds Mm-mm. fake but okay right and then they all walk out and mark we get a whole like marcus doesn't believe in love thing because simon's like yeah i love annabelle and marcus is like sure you believe you do mm-hmm. <laughs> Westcliff has because like in the he didn't like Annabelle originally and he's like you know she, I used to think like she seemed like she was just like a shallow self-absorbed husband hunter but like she has her appeal which is like Westcliff is like trying to get the poor people's soap but like still has like no idea how the other half lives like still cannot fathom no. and that continues anyway <laughs> but like poo poo the women <laughs> yeah and then Marcus I never lie Westcliff meets up and meets the Bowmans, who he avoided meeting before. That's why, by the way, he was, like, in his, like, sexy shirt Darcy thing. So he, like, went for a dramatic ride instead of saying hello to them when they got to the his house. He goes up and he's like, it's so good to have you back at Stony Cross Park, Mrs. Bowman. I'm so happy that you are here. You Marcus. personally, Mercedes Bowman. <laughs> Lord Marcus, I never lie, Westcliff. I'm so happy. Right. He's so you're full of here. Shit. You're Maybe he is, shit. though. He's like Lillian. He's like, see, he's like saying that he doesn't like her, but he can't tell a lie. He is actually glad they're here. Yeah, allegedly. Mm. I mm. cannot tell a lie. When Lillian sees him, like, leaning against the door or something, like, waiting, she's like, 
like everything about him from like blah, 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 bespoke the result of generations of aristocratic breeding, which is just like mm. such a ridiculous implication that like inbreeding would like get you like anything. So he looks inbred? Bizarre. Right. <laughs> that, like, uh, well, it's like from the arrogant tilt of his head to the physical confidence of his posture. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Are you sure he doesn't have like scoliosis because of like... <laughs> Well, he wouldn't be confident in his posture, then that would be more realistic. And she's like, I just want to tickle him. (laughs) And this is when he's like, Will you meet up with me to talk about our kiss? Which of course they got a debrief again. They got a debrief. Got a debrief. (laughs) So they meet in the orangery. And the first line of this scene is as Lillian walked into the orangery, she was suffused in the scent of oranges. (laughs) I know, I like that. Please. So, but like, that's so not what they... serious. Yeah, but that's not what oranges are, though, right? It's like a bunch of stuff. Yeah. Well, then she's like also and limes and flowers and blah blah blah. But like Lisa just couldn't resist being like, yes. Mm-hmm. Here's a question, Rachel: Would Westliff mm-hmm. peel her orange for her? I just saw that yesterday on TikTok. Yeah, for sure. Like he has. Yeah, he would pull out no, his he little would, knife. He didn't even fork. get her a pair. <laughs> Christmas pears. Oh, I got a bone to pick about the pear in the bottle. Okay, we'll, we'll talk to you yeah. when we get there. <laughs> yeah. So then they they roll in to have their little debrief, mm-hmm. and then Marcus, I never lie, Westcliff is like, if we were alone on a deserted island, I, I would, wouldn't even I want would you then. You. I literally yeah. am so repulsed by you. Mm-hmm. And sir, it's again, it's a lie because you guys weren't even alone the first time you kissed her. Yeah. And he's like he's like, I'm I'm sorry, like it won't happen again. And she's like, as my father always says, an honest apology always comes with a price, which is a good saying, honestly. <laughs> and <laughs> well done. Basically, like, yeah, basically it's like I want your mom to be our sponsor and like help us get husbands. And she's and she's like trying to blackmail him into it. And like the blackmail is telling people that he kissed her because yeah. like that would be so embarrassing. <laughs> how embarrassing for you and he's like no uh and she's like fine like get close to me again and let's see if you can control yourself and not he's like yeah no and she's like coward a good coward moment me too yeah and then we make out in the greenhouse every iconic (laughs) playhouse couple has one (laughs) and by that i mean helen and winterborn also make out multiple times in the greenhouse (laughs) Maybe iconic wallflower within the walls of the green of the orangery. Is it orangery or a greenhouse? It's an orange. I think an orangery is like an early greenhouse. Mm. Like less similar. They're not the same thing, but there's they're similar enough that I feel confident using them interchangeably. Yeah. So the next day they have this random horse. Wait, wait. Honestly, I forgot. They do kiss. Oh yeah, they do do kiss. kiss. Sorry, I thought. I thought. Yeah, I thought you already. no, I like they have the classic kissing in the green. Oh, oh yes, yes. And but, mm-hmm. but the scene ends with Marcus being like, "Fine, I'll, I'll, I'll get, get my mom oh. to help you." Yeah. And he still says no, but then like, does no, it he anyway. says, "I'll think about it," because mm. he doesn't want to admit that he's wrong. And honestly, me too. There are a lot of moments <laughs> where I was like, "Me too," for both of them. <laughs> Not very flattering <laughs> things about my personality, Aww. but I was like, "Me too." <laughs> <laughs> So the next day they have this horse scene, which I forgot. It, like I listen, I guess I listened to this like so long, but like I remember everything else happens. From this, I'm, so I'm looking at my yeah. notes right now. I think like this is not really, it did not really need to be in the book either. But like, whatever. 
I guess it's it leads to the first time that yeah, Paul, that... he's like nice to her. Yeah, you're right. You're right. It's very like just to be clear, listen, like if it's not clear, they they are still very much like ostensibly hate each other. Like she still expects him to like write her out to her parents at any moment or like yeah, you know, like actively do things that will be mean to her. Yeah. Like, yeah. Even though they're kissing left and right, literally, in all the plants. Anytime there's a plant nearby. Maybe that's the real theme of it. It's like the plants, you know, the orchids. Yeah. The... It is the 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 perfume is like has some orchid in it. So well, like when they kiss the first time, it's I feel like it's plant if you it's giving plant. It's like in, in, No, they're in the plants. Ivy they're hiding like among the plants. Like yeah. Leafy, in the, yeah. among the shrubbery. Plant wall. Get yeah. me a shrubbery. Marcus, Lord <laughs> Westliff. <laughs> Yeah, and now they're going jumping. And basically, because Lillian is not like other girls, she only knows how to ride normally. And I personally agree with that because whoever invented side saddle can ride in hell. Like, what the yeah, fuck? So it's horrible. I mean, I guess the alternative might have been like not letting women go on horses at all. That's true. Yeah, but Which then might they, actually they also okay, yeah. didn't want l- women going on bicycles for the same reason. I know. Because it gave them too much. They didn't invent, like, <laughs> invent size all for that, so no bicycles. They did invent pants for bicycles. Yeah. yeah. So Lillian, this jumping course is supposed to be, like, very hard TM and uh, very hard. And, like, she's very good at riding horses, but, like, only in the normal way, not fucking side saddle. Yes. <laughs> this is an organization that, like, is does side yeah. saddle now. It's, like, for – anyway – I mean, listen, I think athletically, side saddle is very impressive. Like, if you could do, like, big jumps in side saddle, I think athletically, that's really impressive. Because I can only imagine, like, the core and thigh strength that that would require. I guess. But it's still the devil. It's just, like, harder for no reason. But I guess that's a lot of things in sports. So, sure. Yeah, the men should be doing it. (laughs) Yeah. See them try. And so everyone's like, Lillian, you're not good at side saddle. Like, you're probably going to fall off and die and hurt yourself and you should, probably shouldn't do this like and she's like fuck you guys like fck you i'm gonna do the fucking that's just making me even more <laughs> like, determined honestly, to do it this is like i <laughs> mean demand avoidance yeah i know that's what i was like i was like i know it's like super dangerous and blah 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 she could break her neck like riding a horse is dangerous but like she's literally doing it just because someone told her not to <laughs> that's me well i think she wanted to do it originally but she like really doubles down because they said like maybe let's not do this Lillian. yes yeah yes well that's okay so what i was gonna ask rachel and i'm so glad that you've already brought up snitches over the course of this podcast because annabelle snitches and tells simon who tells westcliff that lillian can't ride this doesn't count as snitching doesn't count as a snitch no this isn't snitching this is like yeah, this isn't the same. It's not like telling on her that something she's wrong to like get her in trouble, you know. No, I don't think this counts as snitching. Okay, I don't know. I don't know yeah. why. I can't think of like a principal distinction, but like I'm, I feel yeah. strongly. It's for her safety as opposed mm-hmm. to. Anyway, Westliff goes up and he's like, "Don't you dare do that jump!" And she's like, "I'm gonna do that jump," and he's like, "Lillian, no!" And she's like, "Lillian, yes." And then she goes forward. Yeah, like it's the difference between like taking your family member to rehab versus like taking them to the cops. Like, sure. I don't think yeah. rehab is snitching. Yeah, anyway. Yeah, anyway. <laughs> she jumps. She almost falls. They fight. Paris falls. Westcliff is like, you're not allowed to ride anymore. Yeah, he like and causes they, a huge scene. Yeah, and we get this really like... um, They fight. She falls. Yes, this really okay. wonderful... First example of many of them getting aroused when they're angry. 
like they're constantly every single time they're like oh i'm so mad i want to throw him to the ground yeah (laughs) and then saint vincent swoops in and walks her back um and it's lame as hell but also incredibly something that i am obsessed with that saint vincent calls the usa the colonies like what a loser yeah i know also like no, King I respect shit. it. I would absolutely King I, shit. I, I totally. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like why not? Like he's like, I She's didn't really like, I just didn't keep up with the times, which I actually believe. Like I believe he was just yeah. like He was just like, What? We we lost what? There was a revolution. <laughs> Still Don't the colonies to me. me. We've been 13 original colonies. It was 50 years ago, but like <laughs> news to me. 50 years ago? It oh, takes okay. me to the 1830s. <laughs> Listen, I didn't. It's been over thinking. fifty years. It's been like you're 60 sure years it's the 1830s. Point. Yeah, it's like 1834 or something. <laughs> Listen, it's, it's a good bit. It's before yeah, he, was he wasn't born. young. Yeah, that's why I'm like it's lame as hell, but also king shit. <laughs> like obsessed. <laughs> Lillian gets a Charlie horse on their way back, and Vincent Saint Vincent like massages it. And now I need to know, like, does St. Vincent just have magical, right, does St. Vincent just have, like, magical, like, novel hands, or is there actually a trick? Does he just, like, pinch it? And he basically just, like, it's, like, one second and it's fixed. Like, he just, like, he just, like, flips it, like, like, untwists it or something. Because, right, no, because if you could force yourself, like, yeah, massaging it and, like, flexing your foot is the, like, only way, but, like, it's really painful to do it. But it's never, like, an instant, like... Yeah. That's like one you have to massage it what? for like a while and it still not totally goes away. What's the magic cure, Lisa? Is there a magic massage that makes it goes away? Because I would I like, like a to phantom know it. Charlie horse. Yeah. I, ugh. I do think it's funny that she got a Charlie horse from riding a horse. <laughs> yeah, like why? <laughs> Unclear. Well, from but... the side saddle because she I guess she was gripping the pommel. Oh, she's like tensing too much. Yeah. Did you know that side saddle? So I think you do know this list. Rachel but listener I don't know whether you know this for most of my life I thought side saddle was a regular saddle and you literally just sat on it sideways Mm -mm. but it's a Mm -mm. special saddle and it has a little Mm -mm. like a little like like fake like pommel stick that you can like hook your you hook your leg around and Mm -hmm. honestly that that made me hate it just a little bit less Mm -hmm. when I learned that because I was like okay you hook your front you you hook your front leg around it right yeah yeah, you, and you like put your other your leg, yeah, and then you, yeah. you put your other leg in the stirrup. Because this mm-hmm. whole time, I was like, "How the fuck are these people not falling off backwards? <laughs> like, mm-hmm. what the fuck?" Mm-hmm. I want to look up what it looks like because I did. I do know that, but I don't. I can't. I don't have like a clear image of it. I was thinking like you squeezed your thighs around it, but you don't sit totally sideways. So that doesn't quite add up. Anyway, Saint Vincent is basically like. He's like, did you mean to like? Were you trying to like goad her into doing the jump to Westcliff? Westcliff is like, no, I told her not to. And he's oh, like, yeah, exactly. Simon. Like Stevenson gets it. Oh, Simon, yeah, the Simon, other dude, Simon. yeah, yeah. But Lillian gets back to the house, and the other girls are playing this weird like water and soap game to, to like predict or whatever, like mm. what your husband is. And the only it, this isn't really relevant at all, other than the fact that like obviously Lillian and Evie. Both get the results that predict who they will marry. Ah. Um, it's really vague, yeah. Well, it's like Evie's going to marry a poor man, which she does. And then mm. Lillian's going to marry a rich, handsome man, which she does. But the only reason I bring this up is because the results, the like potential 
results of this game are so random. Like, first three <laughs> make sense. Okay, rich man, poor man, no man. And then the mm-hmm. third one is, or the fourth one is noted author. Like, that's so oddly oh, really? specific. I don't know if that was in mine. That's really that's funny. so oddly specific. Yeah, not just what? any author. Noted. Not like acclaims, not acclaims, but no, he's on the he's on the roster, maybe a little far down, but but like not even like businessman, landowner, like no, very specifically this incredibly niche career, especially for the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very random. I don't understand. Yeah, but Lillian is made to apologize by her family to Lord Westcliff, and she is obviously devastated by this, as would I be. This would this is my hell. I really empathize with Lillian in this scene. But then but then Westcliff isn't a dick about it. And instead, these two once again make it horny. What a magnanimous gentleman you are. I don't know who someone says that to her. To him. Mercedes. Magnanimous. Lady Catherine. Oh magnanimous. Mm -hmm. And Lillian's like, wow. Sometimes he's not a dick. That's crazy. Note it. Yeah. Crazy. File that away for later. Sometimes as a treat. Not a dick. Okay, so before we get to the worst horrible dinner scene of all time, mm-hmm. um, I would just like to note that Lillian is thinking of her three older brothers, and they all have names that begin with R. Um, yeah, and I would reverse, like to know why Mercedes. Yeah, I would like to know why the Mercedes did not continue that theme with the daughters. Why not all R's? Rose, if no. you want to keep the flower theme, Rose. So true. Um, Rose, Ruby, Rutabaga. No. <laughs> yeah, I, don't, I don't know i'm sure there's another flowers. r i'm sure there's Somehow another r flower rita rose and rita sure yeah mm-hmm. i don't understand why mercedes what are their names you remember it doesn't matter but it's Raphael, and i know because he has a christmas the wallflowers christmas novella he's rafe that's what he goes by rafi no there's no R A P H. Raph. I like Rafe better. Um, <laughs> and I've only ever read it with my eyeballs. So if the audiobook exists, <laughs> I haven't listened to it. Anyway, now we get the worst dinner ever. Mm-hmm. Really, Lisa's just spits on, rightfully. Lisa, my girl, my home girl. She's really like, British food's the worst. They bring out a calf scent. And all the British people are like, hmm, how delicious. We have no taste whatsoever. Our taste buds have been washed away by all the rain in our country. And so we like to eat calves head. Yum, yum, yum. And then Marcus is like, do you want to go see this butterfly? Yeah. He's like, let me get her out of this. He can like tell she's about to bomb. Yeah. Yeah. Ladies, if your man does not sneak you out of a gross dinner by making up a rare butterfly and even going so far as to make up a Latin name for it, then is he really your man? Yeah, like, and some other dude is like, "Well, I I love butterflies too. I'd love this one's a rare one I've been wanting to see." And he's like, "No, it's fucking made up, you dumbass." And he's like, "Well, the butterfly gets spooked if there's more than like two or three people in the room." And then he's like, "Daisy's Daisy's coming too." Yeah, sorry, sorry I'll pull up. And then- catch it next time. Next I'll start. And- yeah, I'll catch it there. <laughs> he's like, "Tomorrow." Do he remember it sure. the next year? I don't know. I've always want no. He's like, "Tomorrow, we'll do it tomorrow." And so oh, I'm always like, like once "Did Westcliff have to fake?" <laughs> Yeah, like, like he was like, oh, like I don't know where it is. 
He was getting like a little costume and putting it on like a barn. Yes, one of the servants hide in the bushes and like (laughs) even better, no butterflies were harmed in the making of this. Paper mache's butterfly. (laughs) But then um they go to the greenhouse and Daisy, I ain't no cock block bowman, is like, I gotta go to the bathroom. See ya. Bye. Yeah. Actually, they're at the conservatory this time. Which I also thought was the same thing as a greenhouse. I don't know. They're all glass things. Yeah, what's the difference? Yeah, <laughs> they're in the conservatory. Really no orchids in sight. Saint Vincent is like, I got my mom to sponsor you guys. Like, I bullied her to it. Westlife. Yeah, yeah. Which, like, I really the the way that the mom turned out to be like a total villain was like really out of pocket. Because the whole time it's like, yeah, she's so strict, but like it seems like there's very much like gonna be room for redemption like she's gonna be like like she's so tough on the outside but like she's actually like so softy you know like the fact that she does help them at all like lady westcliff is is a cunt in both senses of the word like she's a bitch i'm i guess in in two of the three senses of the word the (laughs) in the she's a bitch and in the new tiktok version of the world and that she's cunty yes (laughs) Like she's she's What's cunt. She's giving cunt. Plus like a vagina. What's the third cunt. No. Oh, okay. It's literally what it is. Okay, sure. I know. I'm just like surprised. Like, does does he does he ever like 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 reconcile with her? No. Well, she gets kicked out to the Yeah, that's ridiculous. That is giving one. like eighties romance. Like that is like something. You know what I mean? Listen, if your man doesn't try to commit matricide on your behalf. Is he really your man? Yes. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's a that's that's a real. He shouldn't be like anyway. Out here. While they're having this discussion, and while Daisy, I ain't no cockblock Bowman, went to the bathroom. Saint Vincent, I am a cockblock. Sebastian, I am a cockblock. Saint Vincent appears and yeah. ruins the moment, and then invites mm-hmm. Lillian on a date in front of Westcliff. Oh. And somehow it comes up. She like asks. He's like, "Yeah, I don't like calf's head either." And she's like, "Oh, are you a vegetarian?" Yeah, and he's really like, funny. "No, I'm a cannibal." So sweet, I'm a cannibal. <laughs> I'm gonna start saying Speaking that. Of People ask me. <laughs> yeah, he's Speaking also giving of, uh, in every way. Giving oh, Saint See, Vincent is like the cuntiest, just as bad, and doesn't get cut off. That's what's all. bold, you know. He but, does yeah. get beat to beat into a pulp. And I will say, Rachel, I know. So, spoiler alert, listener. Um, the next book is called Devil in Winter. And guess who the devil is? It's St. Vincent. Woo. Mm. He's the hero of the next book. Um, I'm going to be honest. So, the first time I read this, I really hated St. Vincent. And even though I could recognize that Devil in Winter was an objectively good book, I could not understand why it's, like, the most popular clay boss of all time and why he's, like, on everyone's top five romance hero list. I don't know what's changed about me. Maybe well, it's all the mafia re- romance. Really, well, you reread the book, like, looking for, like, the... Because I had, like, several things I can point to that I'm like, oh, this could have had, like, a different... Like, yeah. you could have been thinking something else that wasn't, like, totally sinister. Yeah. You know, like, totally No, asshole. yeah. I mean, the whole book, you definitely get that, like, St. Vincent is just trying to push people away because he has... His family died and he's sad and doesn't... Well, right, right. I'm just talking love. about, like, the ending. Like... Yeah. But what were you saying? You don't know what's changed about you. Now you were like, I want. But to I get was with just Vincent. like, I was just no, no, no. I was still St. Vincent for Evie, but I was like, 
Ah, oh, he's yeah. just a goof and a gaff. He yeah, just, he's a fun little dude. A goof and a gaff. She does keep thinking like, is he a psychopath? But like, yeah, you're right. Now that we've done like the mafia romances with like literal psychopaths diagnosed. What a yeah. gag! Or like, what's the other? Not psychopath, but like psycho. You know what I mean? Sociopath. Anyway, um, they meet Lady Westliff, and she is both. She is a cunt and cunty, and she's the worst. And I am obsessed with her. It's like she. It's not the worst. She's like, if you don't listen to every word I say, I won't rest till each of you is married to some sham continental aristocrat. I'm like, it's really giving. I don't know. I don't know. I can't. Like, I'm failing to think of like any actual character that's like this. But it's giving like Miranda Priestly. Like, I was expecting her to be like, kind of redeemed. Like, you're right. That like all the examples I can think of, they don't really get redeemed. But I swear to like like Lady Catherine. She's like, the not Lady, Lady Catherine. Catherine. She's the Lady Who's Catherine the other... of this Pride and Prejudice. Well, she's supposed book. to be, but she's like smarter and like not. Yeah. Like that. You know what I mean? Like it's giving more Miranda Priestly. Or like yeah. what's there's another one on the edge of my like memory. But do you know what I mean? Like the the tough older woman who's like yeah. mistakenly or like Aunt March. Lady Danbury. Aunt March. Lady Danbury. Yeah. Like that. It could have been Lady Danbury. Right. Like and so I was really surprised that she got like totally like actually cut off. You know what I mean? That she wasn't at all redeemed. Because I feel like all she had to do was change the writing a little bit to where it wasn't quite so sinister. She wasn't gonna like kill Lillian. I know they kind of needed that to make St. Vincent look a little better. To be like, it could have just been a fake. It could have just been like a false, you know, false threat. Like a yeah. But also, it's like, it's the classic claypot side dick. Like she, this woman cannot write a book with like a normal, calm ending. It's got to be explosive. Well, yeah, but like I'm just saying, the mother getting like totally like and like, but then they kept throwing things in here that made her like more, um, not relatable, but like sympathetic. But then like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. also making her like a total villain being, well like, it's interesting because like, the same suck, thing you know? to a lesser extent is with mercedes like we have these like moments where it's mm-hmm. like oh she's actually yeah, deeply unhappy she's in a loveless marriage right but then she's right. also just like annoying as- but then she's also mrs bennett no you're right but Mer- mercedes doesn't get like totally right and that's yeah more, it, that she's a more yeah. like balanced like kind of not whole person yeah i just feel like if they were gonna make the mother such a villain they should just commit it to that like all the way committed to the bit the mom should have been like actively telling them the wrong rules and then that would have been like more oh but then that's embarrassing for her she should have been like you always have to do two two spins and yeah but she could have been like it's a secret that i'm tutoring you you're not allowed to tell anyone i will deny it you know yeah but yeah anyway but i love in their whole discussion that lillian's like i'm subversive like little mm. exchange with her is her mm-hmm. being like servants are people we should say thank you to them servants are people and lady westcliff is like no they're servants they're not people but then she did commit to being like the like what like yeah i recognize the rules that make sense but like you just have to do them like that's where she's more like relatable and she's like fine servants are people but like they don't want thanks like that's not they would be embarrassed yeah. and they have to respond and like you would just screw them over too so like don't be a bitch you know we get a 2005 pride of prejudice dance scene and um, I also love that they both, so they're both like fantasizing about each other, obviously making out, but also about just like cuddling and napping together. Um, her and St. Vincent have a little mini tryst. Um, and he's, St. Vincent is like, I'm a bad boy. <laughs> and she's like, somehow, I don't think there's no way he'd do something against a woman's will. I'm like, honey, mm. you got a big storm coming. And then isn't this this when she finds out that um, Westcliff told St. Vincent to stay away from her? And that makes her be like, well, yeah. fuck you. Now I'm going after him. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Yes. And they make out. Like, she goes pretty far with St. Vincent. Mm-hmm. I would be I'm surprised like, by that originally. Was the, this is, like, the first and, like, maybe only, like, real kind of love triangle where you're, like, kind of unsure, like, what's... Yeah. You know, I remember being, like, kind of unsure. Like, I, I was, like, it's giving Westliff, but, like, this is weird that there's, like, this other hero like romance hero yeah like he's, like, he's on, not like, like creepy and, or like, like developed like plot and like conversation and like yeah chemistry. and like she and, enjoys like, kissing him yeah like connection yeah we also have a, in that scene we get a little i love we have a little voyeur interlude and i love a good voyeur interlude but only in historical romance where she sees olivia and her husband making out if this were a contemporary i'd be like go away you fucking freaks like stop staring at these people right i don't know because right because like she doesn't have a chance to like see that ever like yeah like media or like yeah porn even i don't know if she kisses him in the abridged like at this point she kisses him yeah he kisses her like very briefly oh they don't like make out okay no yeah i thought you were saying they like fully like well because she's like i thought you were gonna make me feel better Mm -hmm. because she's like jealous about westliff and sad they can't be together Mm-hmm. Well, because we skipped the part where she witnesses him come in to tell his mom that his sister had a baby, right? And the yeah. sister is from previous book. She had a baby with like this poor dude who's care. Like, come back when you have like, a pure air for me. Like, that'll be a cause for celebration. Yeah. And Lillian's like, fuck, like, I can't marry him. Like, why am I so jealous of like his future wife and kids? <laughs> uh, now we get Farmer Westliff. Farmer Westliff cameo is back. Westliff puts on his little Darcy. Yeah. Anyway, I love secret places and they go to the secret little butterfly court. I like, I like little cute little things like that. Yeah. They make out again because she's like, you can't control yourself around me. (laughs) But -hmm. I can control St. Vincent. Don't tell me what to do. And he's like, but you're a novice. And then listen, if a man I had a crush on was talking about us kissing and then said, from the way you kiss i assumed dot like i would simply melt into the earth i would simply combust on the spot i would from the way you kiss i assumed what they're talking about she's like i'm experienced enough to handle saint vincent Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and he's like really from the way you kiss i assumed dot 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 like oh yeah that you're like uh, i would simply expire (laughs) he really wrote he's like i heard you say i was a bad kisser would simply die like that is so mean yikes i know i know it's so mean but then they start making out anyway because he likes the way she kisses no are you sure that's are you sure he says it like an insult i feel like he's like he kisses her and he's like see that proved you would have fallen for saint vincent because you fell for me if you like you know you like let me kiss you even though you don't yes. like me it's 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 he doesn't say it fully as an insult he's more just like i mean it was obvious you were like a novice when we made out and she is like what did you not like what did you like Mm. not like the way i kissed and he was like no it was good it's just like clear that you haven't done a lot of it so like he's not like he's not trying to like hurt her but i would still die i thought he was just saying like because you were so easy to like get in your pants basically which he demonstrates um then he demonstrates and then he blue balls her i know that's the whole point yeah rude Root, my dude, this is not how you flirt. I don't know who taught you how to flirt, but that's not it. And then Lillian says that she's going to marry St. Vincent Yeah, when he asks. And she's like, I just want to walk outside for miles, which is very also me and Pride and Prejudice Coded <laughs> as in five. Walk alone outside. 
And I, at this point, I couldn't remember why or how St. Vincent kidnaps her. Like, I couldn't remember how it, how it got to that point. Yeah. I'm like, he spoiler seems, alert. like, fine. Like, very legit, you know? Yeah. Yeah, spoiler alert. But I love, I love that Lillian only wants to marry St. Vincent. Um, Not to, like, spite Westliff. She's like, it's going to be so fucking great because St. Vincent yeah. is going to be a douche one day. <laughs> walk in i'll just let my hand rest like, on the window <laughs> yeah <laughs> as like, i drive by i'm gonna get to go first and to dinner every time it's gonna be yeah. fucking awesome it's gonna be sick the term duchess he's gonna quake in his boots he's only a like lord or whatever you know lady <laughs> anyway st vincent asked to court her he's like can i talk to your dad and she's like yeah sure and then she's like i immediately need to go get drunk about that because mm-hmm. i library. am sad and drunk in the library and this is the scene that got cut the most these mm. this and coming up scenes do they like fuck in the library the first original no they start making out but then he's like come so up to like my bed scene. and she's okay, like so what yes. happens in the cut is that she gets drunk everyone everyone is like out at something called a race meeting which I yeah that, is. I, that sounded i was like vaguely i have I no could, idea there's it only could one be thing i can think of. where it could be like about a horse race or something i don't know but, yeah who's anyway. to say have we googled it i'll google it later no, I mean, various meetings in October 2023 is the first thing that comes up. Yeah, list of race events each day of the month. Oh. America's Day at the Races. The quarter horse stake schedule. Interesting. Anyway. Anyway. Yeah, <laughs> that's really silly. Homonym. Call it. What are, what are words that mean that mean different things, but are the same word? Anyway, we'll talk about a homonym. She gets drunk in the library and no, homonyms just this- sound the same, but have different Yeah, like meat and meat. So it's the opposite. It's like, anyway, whatever. So everyone's, oh, everyone's out at some kind of race meeting. The house is very quiet, which honestly is very, like, uh, peaceful, like, light yeah. dancing, and the dust dancing and the light vibes. Like, it's, it's, yeah. it's nice. She decides to drink, like, an entire, half a bottle of, like, some kind of juice with a pear in it. By juice, I mean bourbon. <laughs> Happy juice. <laughs> <laughs> Happy juice. And there's a little pear in the bottom. Yeah. And one of the butlers like comes up to Westliff and is like, Hey, like one of these bitches is uh, not doing so hot in the library. Like one of the <laughs> girls. And he's like, fuck, it's either Lily and her sister. Like, fuck, fuck, fuck. He like runs. It runs to like check on her. And then he's like, Oh my God, you're fucking dry- wasted. She's like, don't tell anyone. He's like, yeah, but they might know unless you like magically are able to sober up. Yeah. And then she's <laughs> like, I really want to eat this pear as he's like trying to talk about like other stuff. He's trying to like declare himself. <laughs> Yeah, she's trying to eat this pear. And so we found out this is like, I guess, a thing. They like, they grow the pear inside the bottle. And that's how the pear gets in there. But I want to know, this is a valid question. What happens to the pear when you drink all the alcohol? Because it's still in the bottle. But here's my thing. Here's my thing. Why not just smash it? Well, why can't he do that? Why doesn't he do that? I don't know why he's a fucking coward. But I'm also like, Maybe they reuse the bottle. Yeah. Oh, yeah. How do you reuse the bottle, Rachel? How do you reuse the bottle? Yeah. You don't. He's a fucking coward. It's what it is. Do they just throw this away? What happens? He's not a liar and he's also a coward. Yes. (laughs) The most coward But he's declaring himself. He's like waxing about how hot he finds her. And then he's like, wait, what are you looking at? And she's looking at the pear. She's like only interested in getting the pear. (laughs) And at this point, my like growing suspicion was kind of confirmed. Like Lillian, I feel like is very autistic. (laughs) like not like constantly challenging social rules being like that's dumb i'm not gonna follow that like she Mm. has like heightened senses (laughs) like she's super sensitive for like smells and stuff Mm -hmm. 
PDA specifically. Listen. She's very like focused. <laughs> so they start making out and then he's like, want to come up to my bedroom? Mm-hmm. She's like, and then yep. writhing, writhing like a cat, Lillian fought to put her arms in his coat. <laughs> yeah. So I guess in the original, you said this is like their first sex scene, but in this one, she just like takes a little nap and wakes up and he's like, well, now we have to get married. Ha ha ha. And she's like, we didn't actually have sex. And he's like, you've been compromised nevertheless, <laughs> which I feel like I remember. I mean, that's just like a common, like I've heard, I feel like I've yeah. heard that before. So it didn't seem off to me, but you're saying like they actually like fuck. Uh-huh. Yeah. In the real, well, cause in the edited, he's specifically like, I would never fuck a drug woman. Right. 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 He says that, but right. In the original, he, he does. does actually in fact do that. <laughs> he he does in fact. And she still doesn't think he like actually wants to marry her. She now somehow thinks he's like she doing thinks. Duty. Yeah, she thinks he's just marrying because mm-hmm. they fuck, and then he only fucked her because like mm-hmm. he's horny and like not because he actually likes her. And to be mm-hmm. fair, she, he really does nothing to disabuse her of this fact. Well, he's like, we have to get married, and I'm marrying you because there are um financial benefits to our family, and also because we had sex, and also like blah blah. And mm-hmm. she's like, okay, no. Yeah, she's like, I actually don't have to get married. Like, my parents are hardly going to toss me out. Like, they're not going to, like, put me on the streets. And he's like, well, you can't marry St. Vincent. And she's like, why not? And then we get the, like, because you're mine now. Like, the classic, like, mine. <laughs> me, me. <laughs> Westcliff goes behind her back to the parents and is like, hey, I want to. And they're, like, so happy. Like, the dad's, like, whistling. The mom's, but he's like, like, I just want to court her. He doesn't say we're going to get married. All, all St. Vincent did either. Yeah, he does yeah. the normal thing. Mm-hmm. And Lillian thinks that he like was doing the dowry and all of that or whatever, and right. so she goes like, to actually arranging because like yeah. yeah she's mad about it and he's like warning Saint Vincent off and then she's also mad about that mm-hmm. and Saint Vincent has this line where he's like there's only one circumstance where I could refuse you anything. What circumstance is this? Because Westliff he Saint Vincent leaves, and then Westliff is like, what circumstances are we talking about? Lillian's like, I don't know. What is he talking about? We never get an wait, answer to this question. This is haunting wait. me. What? She's like, sorry, we can't be together. I fucked Westcliff. The same Vincent. Do... You, you skipped over that. She says, she says Vincent. She can't. Yeah, marry him. sorry. Vincent is like, what if I told you I wanted to marry you regardless of what may have happened between you and Saint in Westcliff? Yeah. And she's like, I can't marry you. And he's like, I understand. And this is one of the moments when I was like, this could be seen either way. Like he might be thinking like that she just feels obligated to marry Westcliff. Because she thinks she has to, like, duties. Like, he might have thought he was, like, saving her. But that's not really played up at all in the later on. So No. Was, like, this he seems also, like, an like opening. it's not like he came up with the kidnapping scheme. The kidnapping scheme For sure, scheme but, like, he might have, like, like been justifying it like that. He might have been, like, she doesn't even want to marry him. She'd, like, rather marry me. Like, this is an opportunity. I wasn't going to kidnap her on my own. But, like, here's an opportunity to, yeah. like, save her. And give her what she wanted anyway. And make sure she doesn't get there on another river. But... Sorry, what were you saying? Where does he say there's only... So she's like, can we still be friends or whatever? Mm -hmm. And he's like, there's only one circumstance in which I could refuse you anything. And this isn't it. What's the circumstance? We never get an answer to this question. Maybe they cut that because I don't remember that. Maybe they were like, you're right. It doesn't make sense. When she asked you not to like keep kidnapping her, is that the circumstance in which you can't... (laughs) which you'll refuse her? Yeah. Like... (laughs) I also just love in the scene that he's still sh- shooting his shot. Like Marcus is like in the room and he's like, oh yeah, yeah, for but sure. like we could still get married. You got to admire the well, guy. Well, yeah, I thought it was kind of romantic. Like in another context, it absolutely could have been, you know, like if he yeah. was a hero of this book, it would have been like, I don't care. Like I don't care. But then um, they agree to like, you know, like have a discussion, like 
compromise, like talk about like their expectations, which is like, good, you should have that before you get married. But they don't do that. Instead, they fuck. Mm -hmm. And in the original, it's the second sex scene. And in the new one, it's the first sex scene. But right Mm -hmm. before that, we get a whole Marcus, I never lie, Westcliff is like, I'm not good at expressing my emotions with words. This man Mm. delivers so many, like, iconic Mm. declarations of love. Like, at least three full speeches throughout the course of this book. Like, what are you talking about, my dude? He tells her the story about, like, St. Vincent stealing a woman he was, like, not in love with, but, like, could have been. Yeah. And he's like, but I trust, like... If he knew how strongly I felt about her, like, he wouldn't have done it. But, like, I couldn't let the past repeat itself. Yeah. And I was like, why didn't you – then why didn't you explain it to him now? Like – And it turns out, like, later on, himself. his other sister tells Lillian that, like, the whole point of that was the woman, like, wanted to make Westcliff jealous. She's like, everyone else could see it. Like, from the outside, it was obvious to everyone else. But, like, he couldn't see it. Like, that she was hoping that he would be, like, you know – Yeah. Uh, stay – Say don't go, you know, that's yeah. so popular. <laughs> One thing I haven't watched, but he didn't do it. He's dumb. But then they're in their office. They decide to like have their tryst later in the night and they make out. And I do appreciate that um, Lillian, especially because she was drunk before, before she runs down to confront him. We do have like a whole paragraph detailing her vigorously brushing her teeth. So I did mm. appreciate that. Like we know her, she's her breath. Is minty it's fresh. Minty fresh. <laughs> Actually, it's cinnamon fresh because she brushes it with something Ew, that's cinnamon flavored. There's no way that was thick. You really? It's not an old invention. So awful. I don't know. It's it was cinnamon flavored. I feel like that's just like Lisa Claypaw's for some reason likes like cinnamon flavored Crest toothpaste. Some people like, must. She's that it girl. stays in business like some. No, unclear. we got it. I remember my in the sixth grade and like parent. What what's the, what's it called when parents come and talk about their jobs? Parent teacher conference. Oh, I think no. career day. Yeah, and one of my friends' moms like worked for a toothpaste company as like the de- a developer of those like tastes mm-hmm. for toothpaste, and so she like had us each try or whatever, and that's where I learned like you can't taste well if your nose is plugged, and also that like somewhere it may have been like thailand no the philippines somewhere like that the pineapple flavored toothpaste was the most popular i mean i could deal with pineapple i could deal with fruit flavor a lot more easily than um fucking cinnamon yeah why not fruit flavored <laughs> toothpaste yeah the dentist has it i wonder yeah i wonder yeah, why I that's it. not more i guess because mint people now associate mint has to be the original because people associate it with yeah. like, clean clean you know yeah good. there was a time in your life when you liked cinnamon yeah when i like the cinnamon toothpaste disgusting anyway they're making out the office um and i just really liked the imagery of like there's like a stained glass window in the office or something and she's like i am bathed in like this dappled light the colorful light and i just would like more of those scenes just putting (laughs) that out there for romance writers i'm really okay if they bang in a catholic church like i really i don't care um just get them near a stained glass window (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and let's have more of these scenes and she's still on about the fucking perfume thing yeah she still she's thinks still like this is the only reason he likes me like i hope i don't run out of this or something like so silly she's like you're so high-handed or whatever and he's like most of the time the people who disagree with me 
do happen he's like, to you know, be he's idiots. Like, well, no, he's like, we, you need someone to take you down a notch. Like, you talk like you always know. And like anyone dis- who disagrees with you is an idiot. And he's like, people who disagree with me usually are idiots. Yeah. You I can't help that. You're going to look at me and you're telling me that I'm like, wrong. Yeah. And what yeah. of it? <laughs> what of it? And the next scene, Annabelle, just to like follow up Karen from the last, is like, tells them she's pregnant. But like the way that it's like, they're all sitting at the breakfast yes. table and they're like, the light hits her. Yeah. Annabelle looked all of 12 years old. Yeah. And then Annabelle says, I'm pregnant. Like, what a weird fucking thing to put yeah. right before that news. Like, yeah. I don't like that. I too wrote that down. Yeah. And also in the epilogue, <laughs> Evie is described as like, oh, she's childlike. And he keeps calling her child. Like, as like, they're all described except for Lillian. Like Daisy is also like very well, much. Well, no, because yeah. Marcus calls Lillian little one. <laughs> little bear. Uh, I got your tooth to taste, Marcus, to Lillian. <laughs> yeah. Little bear training toothpaste. Yeah. Or a gel training toothpaste. Yeah. God. Yeah, no, that was weird. <laughs> it's fucking weird. Yeah. So Marcus tells his mom and she's like, you can't marry her. And Marcus, yeah. showing that he and Lillian are the same person, is like, well, I was going to marry her, but now I'm super duper going to mm-hmm. marry her just because Lillian Bowman <laughs> is the only woman I would ever consider marry, marrying. The line, the Marsden ends, line with- ends with me, which yeah. like, you didn't get a chance to follow up on. It's the inverse what of like, you're the last man on earth I would, could ever be prevailed upon to marry. Yeah. Like, what a yeah. fucking drama yeah. queen. I love it. Only I woman. love it. And then the mom is really mean to the sister who apparently is like, um, bastard. A bastard. Mom is like the only reason for your existence are to preserve the family lineage and money for your estate. Like, okay, yeah. And then she tells the sister like you're ill qualified to participate in any discussion of family anyway lineage. So I guess that's, that's the mom being a dick. But like, I just thought she could. I, th- I just thought she was going to come around. Like, no, no. Anyway, yeah. And then we get the second slash first sex scene, depending on what version you're reading. And in this, she nudges his face like a cat demanding to be stroked. <laughs> that's great um i also just want to say that like his chest hair is described as fleece and i honestly like really love that oh, in historicals ew. only in historicals only fleece is awful though i know objectively i would not like the feel of it but it just reminds me of sheepies and in my mind sheepies are <laughs> soft and not itchy mm, you had those blankets sheepies soft sheepies sheepies like sheepies are soft and i'm like sheepies that's so he has a little fleece He's a little sheepy. (laughs) (laughs) So I like it. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, so speaking of the cat scale, he doesn't like dogs apparently because his dad. So we haven't talked much about the dad trauma. It's not really that important, but his dad was a dick and like tried to make him really stoic. And he locked, and when he was a little baby, when he was like five, he found out he was scared of dogs. So of the two wolfhounds they had. So he locked him in a room with them. Yeah. Which is very mean very mean i was yeah i was like how do you feel what about that rachel what if they hurt very you coded <laughs> yeah what if they had hurt him how would he feel then uh, he'd probably be like weak not trained i need another son <laughs> he gets her a whole box of pears which i don't know why they couldn't just break it but she tells him about the ridiculous perfume <laughs> he's like this I is know when i was like maybe the perfume was just like a bigger plot point before like maybe before she decided to like throw in the kidnapping for shits and gigs like, yeah no i feel like the kidnapping was probably the mm-hmm. first thing she thought of mm-hmm. like that's so the kidnapping is so clay boss coded <laughs> like so then yeah so after so they finally have sex and then the next morning 
after like blowing up at them, the mom sends a servant to get Lillian and be like, meet me out by the orangery, like super like dramatic and like Lady Catherine-esque. No, like, in really the butterfly court. In the butterfly court, even better, which again, same thing. But they, but to see the butterflies, they went to the conservatory. Like, what's the truth? You know, the butterfly there's, court there's a whole butterfly secret. court. Why the butterfly court the- is oh, secret. I love it. That's a secret entrance. to the court? Wow. Sick. It's like a secret Yeah, garden. it's fucking great. Like in the ivy it. wall. Yeah. And she's like, don't marry Marcus. And Lillian's like, bet. Like, bitch, I will. Basically, the ending of this book answers the question, what if Lady Catherine got Wickham to kidnap Elizabeth Bennet at the end of Pride and Prejudice instead of just to prevent her off. from marrying? Yeah. Instead of Lydia. That's it. That's yeah. it. That's what happens. What if? And the answer is she has her drugged and it's like you may proceed with 45 hours in it 45 hours in a carriage can you that's imagine that's after they're like 6 hours of traveling goodness horrible that's so true they only traveled for 6 hours yeah what the hell or oh my probably gosh. a little bit longer but like when they go after them it's been like 5 hours God, that something. would be 9 hour 9 days of a 5 hour road trip a day yeah it's horrible insane horrible how did you no wonder the british and the scottish didn't get along because they were probably so grumpy every time they met god yeah i was really (laughs) bold of the british to even be like fucking around with the scottish at all that's way too far yeah leave them alone (laughs) way too on your part of the island yeah no thank you (laughs) yeah god yeah yeah, so St. Vincent kidnaps her so he can marry her because he's poor and his daddy's cutting him off. Um, my and question the mom is, why told didn't him he that just... she was going to get killed otherwise? Yeah, they were yeah. Like, so like technically he's like, come get her life. or she'll be disposed of in another manner. Yeah, exactly. And that's what I'm saying. Like maybe that's where the redemption comes in. Like he thought yeah. that like she didn't really want to marry Westcliff because again, Westcliff once again didn't explain to St. Vincent how into this girl he was to be like, yeah. bro, hey, I actually want that. I'm actually into this one. Don't yeah. like make yeah. a job. And then, like, St. Vincent is, yeah, like, it's like, well, okay, and like, also ah, the get over it. Well, yeah, yeah. and, like, she, she'll get over it. Like, she actually probably wants to marry me. She just, like, feels like she has to marry him because, of, like, whatever, he, like, tricked yes. her. Yes, yes. He's, like, he's, like, I didn't think um, he had it in him. And then the mom is, like, I'm going to dump her in a river otherwise. Like, come and get your yeah. bitch. Or, like, she's not available. Yeah. <laughs> permanently. Permanently yeah. unavailable. <laughs> permanently unavailable. Mm-hmm. He doubt. yeah, she gets, like, knocked out with ether, mm-hmm. um, which is just victorian chloroform um mm-hmm. but a fun fact either in these historical novels and i'm pretty sure like all historical novels not just historical romance like either is always presented as something that's like really dangerous because it is it was very easy to overdose accidentally mm-hmm. because this is a victorian era mm-hmm. but actually ether is so much safer than chloroform wasn't it just way less effective like because it's anytime they have medicine i'm like this doesn't actually work no it's it's very effective wow why don't they go back to ether it's a hard to get or something i don't know the british use it all up or something who came up with ether probably i don't know so yeah she's kidnapped oh and i was wondering how do horse changes work i feel like i should know this when you're traveling for hours they like will change horses like you just rent horses the whole way like that i guess that would make sense because we do get a line later because spoiler alert, marcus rescues her they're at the inn and he's like we're just gonna keep going to gretna green because like i just want to marry you now like let's get going yeah he, and he says the inn has a coaching service which implies that i guess you can like rent a coach 
And then right. I guess you like change well, and sense. then like on the way back, you like bring the no, horses back. That makes back. sense if you're renting the whole way. It just seemed like they started out in their own coach. Yeah, I don't really know. I, I guess, guess you, you could just still rent pay someone horse. to you could just still pay someone to like take your horses home and then like rent yeah. fresh horses. Yeah. I'm yeah. Uh huh. Unclear. Yes. Imagine 45 but she's handcuffed horse. because St. Mm-hmm. Vincent is a kinky bastard and he heavily mm-hmm. implies that the handcuffs will be kinky as well as being Well, but he got, he has kidnappy. the handcuffs because of kink. He's like, I'll show you yes. how everyone else enjoys these. Like, he wouldn't have these otherwise. <laughs> yes. Was invented. I think way earlier than this. They exist in Pirates of the Caribbean. Not that that's like a historical... <laughs> uh. Oh, but like manacles. <laughs> like, think about like medieval torture. Manacles. I don't know what the difference yeah. between manacles and handcuffs is. Manacles, like, don't come off. Probably have to be like sawed I don't off. Know. Yeah. Anyway, Wesley finds out she's missing and he um basically tries to kill his mom. And I was like, ladies. No, Allison. No. No. No, don't put that on the. On the I don't <laughs> want that affiliated with me. Anyway, um, yeah, they. They get it. And good for Lillian. She, like, escapes first. She, like, lockpicks her way out of the handcuffs. And then she runs downstairs. And then Marcus appears and is like, I gotcha. So. Couldn't her dad still have been like, no, like, now you can't have any of the money? Like, if Why she had to do it, that, though? Well, so that St. Vincent doesn't get it. I was like. I don't. I don't know. My question is, why didn't St. Vincent just kidnap Daisy? a great point actually like we literally a sister with the same amount of money presumably well, i guess because he wasn't gonna kidnap anyone why didn't he switch to going after daisy is a better question yeah 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 why not per i guess like he only had the relationship with lillian at that point and like yeah when that well actually and that like feeds into the like he kind of thought he wasn't being that much of a dick yeah you know because yeah he could have just he wasn't yeah. gonna kidnap anyone sua sponte like on yeah. his own, you know, of his own. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and like he wasn't going to kidnap someone he didn't think like probably also like, would have been fine with marrying him under a different yeah. set of circumstances, you know? Yeah, I guess. No, and see, that's what I was reading for because I was like, I remember you like you saying like, yeah, how yeah. did anyone ever fucking like him? And you're saying it's just because we, I like, wonder what things. they'll say in Devil of Winter. I'm actually very excited to read Devil of Winter. Mm-hmm. I finished this book and I was like, ooh. Because it ends on a very much a Devil of Winter cliffhanger, uh-huh. which the first like, book into, doesn't. Yeah. The first book mm-hmm. is very standalone, and this mm-hmm. book is very standalone. A little bit in play, yeah. Is there nothing Lillian Westlip coded? I think it might have been like Westlip coded Lillian in the round in the end of the, uh, in the other book. No, it was it was Annabelle telling asking Daisy to make the wish for Westlip. Mm, that's it, okay. so that he'll follow Not Lillian. And yeah, like yeah, we yeah. got that they were like very clearly being set yeah. up as enemies to lovers, but it wasn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, yeah. Marcus gets there as he sees St. Vincent and he, quote, Marcus vaulted the railings and landed on the steps like a cat. Ladies, I know. If he doesn't transform into a cat while beating up the man <laughs> that kidnapped you and nearly destroying an inn for your honor, is he really your man? God. Can you accept that? on the wings, which is also very cat-like. Yeah. Yeah. Where are her parents in all of this? Like, why aren't they at all They're just involved in the rescue? At- because like they, I guess his TM. dad can't, because it's like Westcliff and Simon are like riding super fast. So like Sensory you just got to send the super fast because they're going faster. They can go faster than the carriage. Yeah. So like it would just slow them. Anyway, something yeah. about this whole fight scene, though, is like when when Westcliff is beating up St. Vincent is just very funny to me. Like I'm just picturing like Looney Tunes, like <laughs> the like smoke thing covering and like. 
asterisks and exclamation points like popping out of them like rolling around really and i'm picturing i'm picturing just like i don't know st vincent just like can't fucking fight like, well the thing is is that happy. we're only hearing it like lillian and simon are downstairs and they're just hearing thumps and screams from like above <laughs> then marcus bullies quote bullied her into eating a bowl of soup although the ingredients were indiscernible which yes. again feeds into the awful food theme yes. but also into the like daisy sensory issues theme i mean not daisy the autistic yeah and then lillian falls asleep in the middle of this man's third declaration of love she's drunk during the first one also <laughs> she just can't catch a break, catch a break. Yeah. <laughs> um and then we end with the secret ingredient of the perfume was you was the friends we made along the way right uh-huh. and what if he's lying though like she literally writes to the dude and she's like what's in this why would he give away his secret like she's here she here he, he is getting confirmation that it works what now he's gonna give away his his trade yeah. secret and lose all yeah no especially just someone who works in the business of fragrances like her yeah, dad owns a I'm soap saying. company this is his livelihood this is his trade yeah you can't just give that Take away your own soap for the pores <laughs> He is not the pores don't deserve mine. It's super expensive. Yeah, yeah. Maybe I guess it'll make it cheaper. Yeah, he'll just the end of the epilogue. Same as the tax and keep it for himself. Yeah, it's Saint Vincent. He's sad and bruised. Um, he did not get prosecuted because it would make an even bigger scandal, (laughs) which is just hilarious. I mean, that's probably like historically accurate. No, it makes sense, but also like, what a silly world. Yeah, what a silly, silly world. So silly. Um, and then Evie comes and she's like, I'm making a Faustian bargain. Dun dun dun. He's like, just because she's like, I don't think you're the devil, just because you can't see the tail and horns doesn't mean you should discount the possibility. The possibility. Basically, this whole scene, he's like, I'm I'm a bad boy. I'm bad. I'm evil. And she's like, okay, drama queen. Right. Get over. Business. I'm, Can you please? I'm my cousin Eustace and his chicken wings. Like, yeah, you got to talk to me and come back. And I was me. locked in a closet this afternoon. Like, I so at the, I just realized I took a note. Yeah, exactly. Like, I this is this is a nice, a nice bigger than closet size room. So at the end of the audiobook, it does say that it's altered because I wrote like, so it is altered. Like, what's different? And then. And I was like, I knew he seemed maybe not so bad. So I was wondering if they took out like shit that St. Vincent did, but I don't, I don't think so. Seem like it. Okay. It, I don't think so. Okay. I think we just have the benefit of having read his Knowing like, that redemption he's arc. Redeemed, right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I knew that books, he was like, going to be redeemed books, yeah. when I read this because I'd like really? looked to see who the next mm. book was about. Yeah. But I was like, how the fuck? And spoiled yeah. it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, I like read the description of the next book. I feel like that's not a spoiler. I just like read the online copy. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't think so. They said that at the end of the Happen One Summer. I mean, Secrets of a Summer Night um, audiobook too, that it had been altered. But it's just not till the end. They say in the print version, I wonder. I don't know, because I have the I original. Know. Anyway, Catscale. <laughs> Catscale, it's high. Yeah. You ready? This is one of the OGs for the Catskill. Mm-hmm. OG, the origins. All right. I feel like we already pointed out. It's just a lot of cat language. And also mm-hmm. Lillian is a cat. And probably also, Westcliff. Yeah. Westcliff and Lillian are cats. Mm-hmm. Three, two, two, one, eight. One. What? Nine and a half. Oh, you. Nine you, and a half. You. Froze, and so I said eight, 
and then you said one during the countdown. I was like, what? <laughs> really? <laughs> I was like, we were just talking about how, <laughs> what are you talking about? That's funny. Okay. So <laughs> 8.75. You're really going to do that to me. I'm sorry. Okay. 8.75. Hey, Allison, where can they find us? <laughs> you can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok at We Read It One Night on X at We Read It Podcast. You can check out our Etsy shop, which I has don't say X. That's so silly. Everyone knows Twitter. Um, <laughs> Uh, you can check out our Etsy shop, which has um, some a lot of Pride and Prejudice coded um, merch. So you could be inspired by this book. It's not even coded, actually. It's explicitly Pride and Prejudice. <laughs> um, and you can leave us a rating and review wherever you're listening on Spotify or on Apple Podcasts or wherever else. And Spotify has this like question feature. So oh, yeah, answer the question for this episode. Other people have done it. You're not the first. <laughs> so there you go. <laughs> Godspeed, comrades. Godspeed. Godspeed.